0: Zoran Zaev admits his government is on shifting sand and signals to the opposition Vumoro de Pemene, that he might be willing to, to form a government of national unity. The opposition leader, Christian Miskovsky, says no, while other officials from Vomro say there is no way they could join what is essentially a criminal enterprise. New polls do show Vumero in the lead. And Zion himself admitted, after he ran through a sham of a no-confidence vote, which he won barely, that his government would have fallen had Sashomiyakov actually fled the country two weeks ago. What's behind all of this, and now? In the meantime, vaccines from Russia, you know, the Sputnik vaccine, arrived in Macedonia, and the Russian ambassador greeted the arrival of the vaccines at the airport, speaking perfect Macedonian. Yes, yes, of course, NATO stands shoulder to shoulder with Macedonia. We'll discuss all of this and more on this episode of the Macedonian Content Farmers Podcast. I'm Jason Miko coming to you from the foot of the Catalina Mountains in Oral Valley, Arizona, in glorious springtime weather.
1: And this is Zvirtan uh, Shlemanov waiting in line for the Russian vaccine in Skopje, Macedonia.
0: Uh, well, and as, and as I understand it, after with the the Russian vaccines, they now shortly thereafter the Chinese
1: vaccines will arrive. And the Indian uh, ones and the Zanzibari ones. And the Indian
0: yeah, proving once again that, you know, that uh, both NATO and the European Union are reliable partners, mm-hmm. uh, to use a quote from the past, uh, and standing shoulder to shoulder with you. Uh, they're, they're happy to provide masks, which you can find, while you can't walk more than 50 meters down the street and find a couple of masks just lying mm-hmm. on the street there, So, uh, you know, we're overmasked. A long time ago, we were overventilated when they they said we needed ventilators and everybody produced ventilators, and then we found out that ventilators didn't really work. Mm -hmm. But we're overmasked. What you need is the vaccines, and uh, the EU and uh, certainly NATO, NATO didn't have anything, hasn't said anything about vaccines. Why, I don't know. I mean, but anyway, um, yes, so... The Russian vaccine, the Chinese vaccine, the Indian. I forgot about the Indian vaccine,
1: so. I think it's AstraZeneca, but Indian packaging or Indian flavor, curry flavored. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I don't think you can say that. That's a, uh, that's hey, a, it's a podcast. Uh, you can
1: do but, and, <laughs> uh, Actually, Balkan Insight is come, Is uh, joining the podcasting game. So pretty sure soon enough, there'll be like oh. fact checking and uh, banning podcasts <laughs> from oh, unverified sure, unver- podcasters.
0: Well, speaking of yeah, speaking of banning and and one item, I understand. I had my uh, sister and, and brother in law and nephew over the other night for dinner, and they've got Disney Plus, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the aristocrats and uh, Dumbo have now been uh, <laughs> deplatformed. Why I don't know. I haven't seen them since I was a child. But I mean, come on,
1: come on, man. Yeah, well, I found a great Joe uh, Biden. Uh, office uh, gif. Uh, I don't think it was out there. I put it on my Twitter. It's like. Uh, Michael is angry at uh, Ryan, I think, and he, throw, he, he bought him a, a Dr. Seuss book, and he's angrily throwing it out the window. It's a perfect moment. Ser-
0: now, seriously, a, a friend of mine there in Skopje posted a picture of himself, and he had a, in his hand uh, in his home the cat in the hat. <laughs> uh, and I know that the Dr. Seuss books are available somewhere at some of the bookstores there. You guys and everybody, this is a, here's a pro tip from uh, the Macedonian Content Farmers podcast, guys. Uh, go out and buy all of the Dr. Seuss books <laughs> that you can find there in Macedonia because, you know, you can't do GameStop. That, that came and went, mm-hmm. and you lost. You, you didn't get on that train. You lost. But Dr. Seuss books or, you know, DVDs or maybe even VHS tapes there mm. in Macedonia of, of Dumbo and the Aristocrats yeah. and all of these shows, go and buy these now. They will, you'll, be, will, you'll be able to sell them for a fortune on eBay.
1: No, we are great. We can uh, download them uh, pirate. I mean, everybody knows uh, that. I guess that uh, in Macedonia you don't really, we don't really do Netflix. At, and some True. some do, but yeah. in principle you can just go on, on a torrent on a Bulgarian site or uh, one of those yeah. pirate websites, and you can just download anything you want. And yeah, we should, yeah we can definitely do like a hard disk full of uh, soon to be banned edgy. Uh, uh, media like uh, you know <laughs> dr zeus yeah. and disney movies which are that <laughs>
0: or you know what here's an idea so since we don't have any sponsors here we need to kind of raise money maybe what we can do is we can go contract you know under the table with one of the printing houses mm-hmm. there in macedonia and actually
1: you know print banned dr Seuss books yeah and smuggle uh, them to the u.s to mexico
0: <laughs> smuggle them into the.
1: <laughs> you're close to the border right
0: <laughs> i am yeah we can just drive them across uh no yeah they'll never be looking for dr seuss books in the front yeah, yeah. they're, they're looking for marijuana
1: and other things <laughs> we so- can do marijuana too <laughs>
0: <laughs> no 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 we leave that to uh zayev and his
1: brother we have, and others we have so. loads of that <laughs> <laughs> we're really, really the oh. stupidest times I'm glad we can laugh. Well, I'm actually so oh. controversial, I actually even took the ride in the Disneyland on the uh, Song of the South ride, like the Splash Mountain. You know, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm really controversial. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I Shame da, on you. <laughs> All right,
0: now you're really going to get us banned, <laughs> yeah. so... And you are you into uh that's what Uncle Rima said. Yeah. So I
1: had uh, no idea it's controversial at the time, honestly. <laughs> like almost ten well, years ago. And
0: and and honestly, you you shouldn't be. You're uh, you're uh, you're from uh, that country, uh, you know, far away from here and, and you, you can you get a pass for not knowing that yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but now you do, so <laughs> Oh, we you know this is funny. We we didn't we didn't intend to talk about this, but this is kind of the way it started, and that's fine. Um, but going back to um, Macedonia and what's going on there, other than the need to go out and find Dr. Seuss books and buy them to, uh, which is your uh, retirement mm. plan. Um, so Zoran Zaev uh, is is doing all kinds of weird things. So so he held mm-hmm. this no confidence vote, uh, and he and he kind of. Ran it through as a bit of a sham and 62 votes, okay, which is what he's got, even though there's lots of the little parties saying that, you know, they're withdrawing from the, 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 blo- the, the, the citizen-led bloc mm-hmm. in parliament. Uh, and then there's this issue of can he hold another no-confidence vote? You know, you can't hold another one within 90 days or whatever, and there's various issues around that. Mm-hmm. But then after that, and it's supposedly he did this so he could buy himself time because after the Sasha milkov scandal uh and these parties coming out and saying that they didn't they they weren't going to be a part of his you know uh, coalition anymore in in a certain way uh then he goes and says yes let's have a government of national unity uh cool. and Rysin maskovsky the leader of Umarow the de who's in the hospital right now we wish him well uh mm-hmm. he's uh, battling covid and we wish him and his family well Hopefully he gets out of there soon uh he said no uh, the Duma of, officials said no So, as I mentioned in the monologue, what's behind all of this right now? What's going on? What what can you
1: tell us? It was weird after we recorded the last podcast, uh, a bunch of things happened. So, yeah, Zayef was being uh, gnawed at. uh, His coalition was being gnawed at by uh, uh, Vimero, who said that they are discussing uh, with all of his coalition partners, like BESA for votes, uh, DUI, two members of parliament who are restless, the several Macedonian parties like uh, DOM, uh, LDP, and the Democratic, Demokratsky Soyuz, Pavle Trajanov, who combined have like six votes, I think. Uh, Maybe even some ISDSM people, because, you know, Saev had this trouble with, uh, because of his Bulgarian policy, he had this open rebellion from the Branko-Cervenkovsky wing of the party, which, you know, should have been significant thing for him, it was significant enough for him to stop uh, much of what he was uh, an- announcing, telegraphing he would do with regard to Bulgaria. So yeah, it was looking bad for a while, and especially with uh, mialkov's uh, escape, it looked horrible for, for, a, few, for a few days for uh, Zaev. But then uh, uh, after Mialkov returned, um, Mitskovsky went to the hospital. Uh, while the party was announcing, we are close to 61 votes, 62 votes. So we're working at, towards 65, etc., to bring down uh, Zaev. And then Zaev held uh, a completely unannounced, uh, practically, you know, it was, uh, uh, it was announced. And then an hour later, the, the vote happened. Uh, it was such a wow. rushed thing in the parliament. Uh, he himself asked the parliament to vote, a vote of confidence in him. And uh, he won the same number of votes he had uh, uh, when he formed the government in, uh, what was it, July. uh, July. 62 votes out of 120. So practically all of these people we mentioned who were allegedly negotiating with Vemera, planning to split the party, uh, leaving Zaf's uh, group in parliament, uh, you know, they were, in a a sense, it turned out, it looked as if they were just building up their uh, price in Zaev's coalition, extorting money or offices from him just to, you know, by um, criticizing him, leaving his group and uh, announcing they're on the market uh, for a coalition with Vomer as well. So at the moment, you know, it, it is the Assembly triumphant, we got Mialkov back, and now we prove that uh, Mitskovsky is a liar. He does not have 62, 65 or anything like that votes. And immediately the Myalkov wing, uh, now Myalkov less, uh, wing uh, of the <laughs> Myriad coalition now focused around Nikola Todorov, the former education minister, and oh, yes. the health minister
0: Health minister. Yeah,
1: in education and everything. Uh, he was an important figure, practically number three or four in the government. Uh, mm-hmm. So he uh, he is now saying, Look at Mitskovsky, he promised he has the votes, but uh, it turns out that uh, Zaev has the votes. Uh, he did nothing. He wasted all his time uh, in opposition, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, remove Mitskovsky. I want to be leader of the party. He doesn't say this, but it's strongly implied. And yeah, it looked bad for a few days for Vimora. And then Zayev goes on television and says, OK, now I want to offer Vimora to join me in a grand coalition. And now, you know, people are, OK, what's the, what's the deal now? You just right. had your government voted in with the same thin, narrow mandate you had before, but still, you, you were triumphant like uh, several days ago, and now you want uh, a grand coalition, you want a sideline Dewey, you want uh, to split, you know, uh, uh, You know. Have, uh, he's talking about the German model of having the two main parties in power mm-hmm. in perpetuity, so whoever wins... Um, the election gets to be prime minister, but the second party also gets, you know, like a big, uh, huge share of the spoils. So uh, combining like uh, both the left and the right in Macedonia and the Albanians together in a big, huge mess of uh, uh, a government. And, uh, you know, something is up, something, uh, he's either having huge trouble with impending bankruptcy or Bulgarian demands. for which he wants a greater mandate to implement, uh, which he obviously doesn't have at this point. Or the other thing is he's dangling a carrot of you know participation in the government for Vimoro people. Uh, but, uh, you know, if Vimoro really has somebody like from the Myriot wing, from the Myalkov wing, like Nikola Todorov back in charge of the party, now, you, the message would be, okay, you remove Mitzkovsky, and he'll say this afterwards. In You know, Zaev, whenever he makes a statement, you need to clarify it and uh, explain it afterwards. He has people right. to explain what he wanted to say, and this time there was no difference. People came out and said he meant to say you uh, without Mitzkovsky in the government or, you know, actually without Mitzkovsky in the party. So, you know, you have Nikola Tudorov as leader of the party, have somebody... Um, from uh, who I find ex- uh, acceptable, who is with Mialkov, who is working with me practically with SDSM to lead the party, and I will give you a share of the spoils. Mm.
0: Wow. Well, <laughs> uh, and then I know the 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 other thing is that you you've mentioned in the past I think, and we've talked about this on the pat on the in the podcast in the past that you know maybe this is what Kale, uh wants mm. the the Americans you know want to force Vomero's hand into. You know, if, if Vomro were in a government of national unity, who in their right mind in Vumuro is going to say the N word and use the N word and write the N word mm. and stand under a banner with the N word? Uh, and now we're talking about Macedonian politics, not American politics. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> nobody is nobody is going to do that uh, and 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 survive as a Vumuro leader. Um, yeah. uh, so and maybe that's part of this as well. So. And and actually, I've got another column coming up um, that I'm working on about you know undoing the damage that Zayev has done mm-hmm. uh, during his time in office, and and that is something that Vomero needs to be thinking about and planning for right now because you you mentioned the uh, example of the Germans and, and said you know they're in power in perpetuity forever, but of course you know nothing lasts forever, uh, mm-hmm. and certainly of, of all things. Um, political power doesn't last forever, even in Germany. Uh, And it's, you know, Zaev is not going to be in power forever, and at some point he's going to be out, and his coalition partners are going to be out, and the opposition is going to be back in. That's just a fact. Uh, Now, it may take a long time. It may be a short time. I don't know. But at that point, then Vomino will take over and needs to undo the damage which has been done. And so that's why I don't think they could possibly go into a government of national unity Mm. right now. And as you said, there's... All kinds of things behind this. Uh, you, you mentioned the other factions within the party that, that want to take over. And, and you know, it, <laughs> what does Vomero stand for? Maybe, maybe this is, I'm just thinking out loud right now, but maybe this is something that they need to reintroduce publicly. You know, Vomero, in my mind, having, as a friend of Macedonia, and having been involved in Macedonia now for a quarter of a century, to my mind, Vomero is the, the inheritor and the guarantor of freedom for Macedonia and the Macedonians as a sovereign state uh, of the Macedonian people and you can't be a party that that advocates that and 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 is the the guarantor and the inheritor of that if you are giving in and selling Macedonia's soul to your neighbors or to uh, international, Post Western Progressives, etc. So mm. that's why you know, I, as I, I think I sent you an email the other day talking about this before, before as we were planning for this podcast, and I, I said I smell a rat. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So uh, anyway, I guess we'll just have to kind of wait and, and, and see on this. Um, we touched on, on Bulgaria. I know their elections are coming up at the begin. Now their elections are the beginning of April. I think uh, yeah, so they just yeah. started the election campaign there. Um, And uh, I saw an interesting article on, uh, I think it was Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, which is neither free nor about liberty. Uh, It's a waste of taxpayers' money, but this one was more factual than than opinionated uh, Mm. and and talked about how a number of U.S. senators have said that uh, the the relationship, at least between the United States and Bulgaria, is um, kind of on – rocky ground because there's so much basically because there's so much corruption in, in Bulgaria right now. Uh and how it's at the bottom of all the all the polls of NATO and EU countries in terms of freedom and, and freedom of the press and, mm-hmm. and uh and rule of law and judiciary and and high on corruption and things like that. Um and yet it's it's Bulgaria that is dictating so much right now of of uh Zayev's actions. Uh so on that, do we have we heard anything more? Are we kind of in a holding pattern right now until those elections vis-a-vis Tweedledee and Tweedledum, yeah. um, uh, Vlado Buczkowski and uh Djorjevski?
1: Yeah, uh, this was interesting, as you said, with the senators. Uh, it smells an awful lot like a college revolution being prepared in Bulgaria as well. The <laughs> Menendez, this horrible, corrupt uh, idiot. Oh, yeah. uh, who,
0: a U.S. senator and, from New Jersey. So Yeah.
1: From uh, for Greece essentially and the, the Dominican Republic, uh, <laughs> he th- and the uh, the other guy R- Rish, what's his name? Uh, they said the Republic. Uh, James. Yeah. The Republic. I don't uh, know. I think. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: he's 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 actually. I don't I don't know much about him, but he is a bit of an idiot because yeah. he 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 refers to Ma- Macedonians as North Macedonians in his tweets and his statements, and uh-huh. somebody needs to get him and slap him upside the head.
1: Yeah, deep state, I suppose. Uh, uh, they, it was very, you know, they're, they're talking about the ongoing protest in Bulgaria, which actually ended like uh, months ago. Uh, they, they're using the same rhetoric uh, against uh, uh, Borisov as they used against uh, Gruevsky. At the same time, you have Serbia where uh, it was yesterday, I think, uh, Alexander Vucic, the president, he had a press conference. They ba- busted some gang of, uh, you know, violent uh, extortionists, uh, mafia people, you know, very, very cruel, apparently. Uh, and um, in relation with them, I, I suppose, uh, they're also talking about having uh, intercepted a huge ring of, uh, uh, which was perpetrating wiretapping in the country uh, of the president, of uh Leaders, so we have both in Serbia and Bulgaria. We have developments which look very much like uh, uh, the attack on Gruevski, as well as you know the openly announced pressure from the EU and the US for toppling Orban with uh, protests and forming a grand coalition there of everybody, the left and the far right against him. So yeah, I mean it's clear that uh, all conservative governments in the region, Slovenia as well, Poland, of course. They're all being targeted by, in, in a very similar fashion to what uh, Gurevsky was exposed to. And, uh, you know, the maybe the four years of Trump were just like a brief uh, interlude. And now the deep state, whatever we want to call it, is back to its old tricks. And Bulgaria will definitely be uh, part of this, be subjected to this. And, uh, uh, you know, they're calling them corrupt and uh, lack of media freedom, which is all good. I mean, all true. You know, you all could true. find. Yeah find examples of this, but, uh, you know, this, again, I've grown so skeptical of this foreign interference in the country, even see Bulgarians begin to wisen up and realize, listen, this is going to end with a a red-green coalition, a coalition of the left and the Turkish party. And Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're looking at us, uh, they, uh, sometimes with glee, but uh, oftentimes, you know, uh, they realize this is what's going to happen to us if we're not careful. Uh, looking at the the left Albanian coalition in Macedonia, and they realize, okay, we we can't can't have this uh, Americans installing a red green coalition in uh, in uh, Bulgaria. So, I mean, it's uh, difficult. Uh, we're entering a very difficult phase with uh, Biden now in charge. Well,
0: that, yeah, that's true. And as we if we take a step back and look at it from a thirty thousand foot ten thousand meter uh, perspective. Um, you know, ultimately, and again, you know, this is, this, we're, we're conservatives, this is a conservative podcast. This is episode 105, I think, by the way. Uh, ultimately, these, I, I like to call them uh, the post-American progressives, post-Western progressives. Uh, these, this, is the, this is Davos man and Davos woman uh, that have their own ad- agenda of global governance or global government, mm-hmm. whatever, however you want to describe it that basically reject um, uh, any idea of the, what we would describe as true liberty and true freedom and true sovereignty and you know basically want to you know, set up a new world order of type that benefits them and, and their cronies uh mm-hmm. which is very you know it's 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 as old as as humankind it's just a different form of government with some somebody's going to be on top and it's just a different form of government with, with with them on top uh but it's antithetical to to freedom and liberty and and what we consider small d democracy or 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 classical liberalism small c small mm-hmm. l uh, and so that's that's the real danger in all of this uh i think but but, you know, and this puts Macedonia in a very difficult place um, because you know, Macedonians are, are, are suffering at the hands of the Zayev government. First and foremost, you know, the, the name is one thing, and, and as I've said and, and, and written many times before, I, I, I think that the issue of the name for most Macedonians doesn't register very high for the simple reason that most Macedonians do not write, say, use, or see the N-word in their daily lives, and they're more interested in putting food on the table and getting their kids clothed and educated and taking a vacation, you know, once or twice a year. And the Zayev government has been disastrous on f- for those things on all fronts. Uh, and, and that's why, you know, a, 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 but, but, but a center-right government, I believe, in the model of, of vomro Dopamene, especially under Gruevsky, uh, would be able to supply, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, a, a government that focuses on things like, you know, the economy and creating wealth yeah. and creating jobs and bringing in foreign direct investment and providing a good education and healthcare and infrastructure. All of these things that most Macedonians are concerned with on a daily basis. This is what they think about when they get up in the morning and when they go to bed at night. They're not thinking so much about these. Uh, not ephemeral existential challenges, I should say, from Greece and Bulgaria, and the post-American progressives, the post-Western yeah. progressives, and things like that. They just want to, they just want to be able to put food on the table and take care of their kids. Um, but that's the challenge that that uh, that we all face, and specifically the Macedonia faces, kind of a double whammy of of, of those basic issues I talked about, but then also trying to maintain and or retain or, or regain, actually, Macedonia's name and identity and, and everything else. Uh, but switching slightly to, you know, another practical issue, uh, the the, uh, the wax signs, as uh, Zoran Zayev <laughs> calls them in the English language, the vaccines. So you've got... So Vucic delivered which one the other week? Uh, 800 eight doses or something? F-
1: 8,000 Pfizer's, 8,000 in total. Oh, Pfizer. Okay, yeah. so that
0: was the first. Yeah. Now you've got Sputnik coming in. Yep. Then you've got uh, the Chinese one, I can't remember the name of it, coming. Well, we don't know when it's coming. We know it's coming, but we don't know when yeah. it's coming, correct? Yeah, Yeah.
1: Th- uh, today we got the first commercial uh, batch uh, from Russia, 3,000 uh, Sputniks, uh, like bought yep. and paid for. And again, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's a huge... Uh, disaster for the government because uh, at one point uh, I think in January the Russian embassy they had a diplomat out on television who was asked to uh, listen why did were you in contact were you asked uh, can you offer this obviously the western produced stuff is not coming and they said we asked we offered and the government did not get back to us so it's becoming clear that we could have had the Russian stuff much sooner and due to you know sensibilities in the country uh, people trust the Russian vaccine. I mean, if you just like sure. do an anecdotal survey of people, they would tell you, yeah, I mean, if I had to choose of all the four or five types, I would take the Russian.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They have a good reputation here in technology and science and stuff. Uh, and now finally, 3,000 do- doses came. It's not much. And obviously, if Zaev had ordered uh, more in, on time, there would have been much more by now in the country, and we could have uh, had at least the doctors vaccinated because, you know, the Mm. numbers are creeping up, you know. Right. Especially in Kavadarci, in Prilep, and in Skopje. Uh, And then the Chinese stuff, it should be like a big shipment. As I have said, like 200,000 doses were ordered. He kept talking about like it's going to come after the Chinese New Year, which was mid-February. People were like uh, joking about whether it's the epiphany of Buddha or... We have to wait until you know uh, the apparition of Buddha or something like that, uh, and who knows when they come. But you know, you know how the Chinese do everything. Uh, sure. Whole uh, wholesale. So I suppose when they come, it's going to be like a bigger batch, and maybe more Russian stuff comes. And uh, this is still just like token doses: eight thousand, three thousand. That's like enough for what five thousand five hundred people. Right. Uh, but uh yeah it's a complete utter utter failure on their part and it's even more satisfactory that uh, you know after all this talk about nato humiliating the country to join the eu actually campaigning for the referendum with billboards saying if you vote yes we join the eu and then you get free healthcare treatment across europe and the best vaccines Europe can offer. This was literally, actually, (laughs) a a billboard on the side of the road, which caused controversy even then, let alone now. (laughs) After all this humiliation, they have to turn to the uh, Russians who accused of plotting against him, organizing a coup against him, uh, bribing football fans to protest against him. This was in in his BuzzFeed interview. He literally said all of this so it's a uh, you know he he called the chinese cheats because they uh because of the highways they were building with gruevski who had like an extensive right. relationship with them since the eu was not giving us money for infrastructure gruevski turned to the chinese and then Zaev stopped these projects uh, prosecuted gruevski over them uh, then eventually signed the contract for much more money because the chinese apparently made some mistake in the planning of the highway. So he, was, he decided to cavalierly pay them twice as much for the same highway to fix it. Mm. it it's uh, instead of, you know, telling them, get off, we'll have somebody else finish it. You're so horrible at doing mm. infrastructure. You know, the Chinese can't do infrastructure. <laughs> My God. So he, yeah, he humiliated them big time, both the Russians and the Chinese and the Serbs. Uh, and now he has to, you know, lick his own vomit, which is <laughs> really satisfactory.
0: Uh.
1: We use well, and, term, and yeah, I'm sorry.
0: yeah, and we and we know that there's, of course, you know, big power politics going on in all this. The Russians are more than happy to uh, do the photo op at the airport with the Russian ambass- ambassador speaking perfect Macedonian, uh, as the Russia delivers its vaccines. The Chinese would be the same way. Uh, it seems the you know the the, uh, the Westerners, the post Westerners, I suppose, uh, aren't so keen on any of this. NATO has been nowhere on all this. It's mm. not necessarily their role to provide vaccines uh, but um, you, you would wonder why they wouldn't have been more into that you know when when this when the vaccines started becoming available in December and, and things of that nature and then of course you know going back to the referendum in 2018 every article I read it seems and I just read one this week I can't remember where it was that said talking about the referendum uh, on the name change it, it, it said that the Russians were, leading the uh, disinformation campaign and the boycott campaign, which is absolutely false. Uh, the boycott campaign was homegrown. Uh, and disinformation, I mean, uh, you know, this, uh, here's, here's one of the things that I remember from the article, is that uh, they claimed it was disinformation, as Macedonians were saying, if we change the name, we give up our identity. Well, actually, no, that's true. Uh, and we see that daily. I keep almost now for three years a list of major media. I'm talking the Associated Press, the Washington Post, Reuters, uh, probably a New York Times article, uh, things of this nature, where they use the N-word and they say North Macedonians, North Macedonian people, North Macedonian currency, North Macedonian mm-hmm. electorals. Everything is North Macedonian, this, that, and the other. That changes fundamentally the identity so it wasn't misinformation to say that. It actually is true. And then, of course, we have the Bulgarians saying, well, yeah, your identity really is as, a, as Bulgarians, uh, and you're going to have to admit that. Otherwise, you'll never join the EU. So where was I going with this? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is, you know, <laughs> I know. I start going on my rants and rabbit holes and things of that nature. But, <laughs> but it is absolutely true that changing the name changes the identity as we are demonstrating right here, right now. Yeah. So and to think um we're just talking about this now based on the vaccines. Uh <laughs> well, it's anyway, all connected let's, actually. <laughs> yeah, true it is. And and I know we got the census coming up here and we don't have that on our list of things, but let's just say that there's one point six million people in Macedonia actually, mm-hmm. uh as opposed to the two point one or so that we've all been using and the, the CIA uses et cetera, uh, for their fact checked uh their fact uh sheets. Uh one point six million would be uh, uh, three point two million doses, and we're talking eight thousand here, five thousand there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: this is going to take. You know, it'll be two thousand and thirty before everybody gets vaccinated at that rate. Uh, it's just <laughs> the government is bumbling, and incompetent, and as you mentioned, Zayev has been absolutely insulting of the Russians and the Chinese, and bending over backwards for. The post-western progressives and yet they do nothing for him yeah. uh, it's just one big cluster you know what so yeah. uh, or as Jonah Goldberg likes to say it's a fecal festival so, uh, <laughs> <I was laughs> so just maybe that's the title me. of this <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, just retweeting some old fact checkers you know this Vistinomer, truefo meter this uh, Soros/ usa funded uh, uh leftist organization here they let run the facebook fact checking and everything and i was just oh, retweeting yes. their articles how unsafe the russian vaccine is like a month ago or like three weeks ago they were saying it's not certified by the eu uh macedonian media are lying we're fact checking and they're lying that the vaccine is has been approved in germany and blah 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 because i think Mitskovsky at one point started saying okay get the russian vaccine uh, right. What are you doing? I mean, are you crazy? And uh, yeah, <laughs> they were just like weeks ago and uh, you know month ago saying that it's unsafe, and now they have to endure the sight of their leader's Zav, thanking the Russian ambassador for you know, parachuting in and uh, saving him from utter humiliation.
0: <laughs> oh, and as you mentioned, yeah. it looks like cases are going up, deaths maybe mm-hmm. creeping, creeping yeah. up a little bit. So you've mm-hmm. got this. You know, rush to get the vaccines, and then people are, the government is thinking about more lockdowns again, and we all know what, what Macedonia yep. went through this past year with the lockdowns. Here we are in March. We're recording this on March the 7th, Sunday, so this will drop tomorrow, March 8th, but basically a year. Um, I mean, I remember clearly one year ago, it was March eleven. It was a Wednesday when three things happened that day. Uh, Donald Trump gave his disastrous press conference about the whole thing and said it would mm-hmm. go away. Tom Hanks and his wife uh, were in Australia, and they said they tested positive, and the NBA canceled the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I remember two days later, it was Friday the 13th, driving, I uh, had dinner with friends across the street, and I had to run out to the grocery store to get some things, and I knew immediately what was going on, because I've seen it before, actually in mm-hmm. Macedonia, uh, of shopping carts strewn about mm-hmm. the parking lot, uh, because nobody was bothering to pick them up, because once you went inside... There were long lines. There was no toilet paper. You know, panic was setting in, uh, and that was on Friday the thirteenth of last mm. year. So here we are, one year later. We all know the lockdowns, the the uh, what what everybody's had to endure, um, and the government there of Macedonia is talking about more lockdowns, even as it's being incompetent in getting the vaccines. and And then, of course, what does all this mean going forward? We got here. We are in March. You know. Two months from now, people are are thinking about summer vacations and whatnot. Is Greece going to be open? Uh, you know, which is a traditional uh,
1: yep.
0: uh, playground for Macedonians in the summer. Um, I don't think Mas- most Macedonians didn't get down there last year. Uh, nope. I think they were closed. Uh, other destinations, uh, Croatia is another one. Uh, even Albania. Um,
1: so. No, I'm not and- going there again. <laughs> <laughs> That was the beach of last resort last year, but you no know. <laughs> beach of last resort, mm, and no more. No, no, no. Never uh, again. Yeah,
0: is uh, and and of course, Greece being part of the European Union, um, they say that they coordinate, you know, and whatnot. But that's not necessarily true. Uh, I have no idea if the if the EU countries are going to be open again. And then they're talking about the the International Airline Transport Association is is talking about this this um, digital passport. You know, once you get vaccinated. Mm. Uh, Working with various governments around the world but but then there's there's questions about whether or not will that that will discriminate against obviously people who have you know less money and less resources and and uh, et cetera et cetera et cetera so anyway um
1: you know people will go hungry here just to get the vaccine or the you know the test and uh get to greece the the big story right now is uh, some folks actually went to zanzibar apparently they don't ask for Coronavirus test. If you go to East Africa and uh, a few of them came back with the virus, so now the big story here is uh, find everybody who's been to Zanzibar around and round them up and <laughs> quarantine them.
0: Wow, I, I would never even have thought of going to Zanzibar. I mean, I would think yeah. that there's places a little closer uh, with beaches that one could get to. Um, that you know, Zanzibar is a fair
1: yeah, you would fair think. bit of
0: traveling to get to. Uh, <laughs> And God uh, knows customer. what else
1: you can bring from there—the <laughs> the, Ebola and the more usual oh, yeah. trop- tropical diseases. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we would we would go to lengths to get to to a beach. So don't underestimate right. our yeah. the craziness of of our exactly. kind here. <laughs>
0: yeah. Exactly. So.
1: And listen, I mean, the rest, the others in Europe, I think most of Europe is open. So you mm-hmm. know, you're locked in in a continent of. Uh, 500,000 people. We are really locked in here. I mean, this is really becoming depressing. Uh, I've only been to Albania once and Bulgaria a couple of times since this started. And uh, it's a problem. It's not uh, not okay. I mean, and even that requires uh, Albanians let us in without uh, the test. But, you know, once is enough, honestly, for a lifetime. And uh, Bulgarians require the test. I think Serbia, I think we can go to Serbia now. Actually, oh, okay. yeah, I should, I should look into Do they that. have a beach? <laughs> Not, uh, yeah, they lost most of those.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh,
1: what about Montenegro? Maybe, maybe along the Danube. Uh, I, I think they are closed. Okay. Uh, and besides, you need to drive, like, either to Kosovo and... Uh, all right. Then you can also get a whole bunch of other unwanted side effects of that. And uh, it's mountainous. It's very difficult. I've, I've actually taken the train to Montenegro to avoid driving there and uh it was just like uh, a month after i did it did, did that there was a horrible train accident it mm. plunged into a ravine it's 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 horrible i mean g- getting to montenegro is not easy from here right
0: yeah oh, it's been years
1: since i've been it's been gosh i think last time i was in montenegro it was
0: 2006 or 7.
1: Mm.
0: beautiful beautiful place. Yeah. beautiful country yeah yeah so um all right well those are the issues we had talked about covering, and I have a farmer's pick. Oh, yes, I, I really want to get into the habit. You know, we got out of the habit there, Svetin, of, of not having our farmer's picks, uh, and as we but it was so
1: depressing for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing
0: good happening. We look. This is not Commentary Magazine with crushing morosity all around all the time. <laughs> so we've got to have a little bit of good news. Uh, and, you know, I've been, I've been seeing more good, actually, I've got a, I've got a list of farmer's picks for the next couple of podcasts because, uh, you know, we want to dole these out judiciously and, and one by one, you know, Mm -hmm. steady the drip, drip of good news, you know, at the end of the podcast. So, uh, this one is from, so it's the North Central College, which is in Naperville, Illinois. Don't know anything about it, but, uh... It's their website, and it's an article on there, and it is the top five most beautiful places to visit in Macedonia. So Maria Hristovska, I don't know if what her relationship, oh, she's an international student there or uh, in Macedonia and somehow affiliated with the college, Mm -hmm. but uh, the top five most beautiful places to visit in Macedonia, obviously as a Macedonian, she doesn't use the N-word. Uh, and she explains where Macedonia is, why she's writing about it. She's from Bitola, so mm-hmm. she says why my hometown of Bitola is worth visiting. Uh, she talks absolute about uh, yeah, Matka Canyon, Mavrovo, Krushovo,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and of course Ochrad. Uh, yeah. Sorry, she didn't mention Skopje.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm absolute. She's absolutely correct. Listen to yeah. Maria. Well, okay, Matka is in Skopje. You have to yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Get to Skopje so, to go there. But, you know, there is this old song that, uh, you know, uh, Bitola is so nice, you can... We, we, we would give up uh, Solun in Istanbul just to keep Bitola. And unfortunately, it came true, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear. That, oh.
1: that song really yeah. jinxed us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. All right, well, that's, uh, that's our farmer's pick. Uh, the top five most beautiful places to visit in Macedonia. If uh, if you guys are still locked in and can't get out to uh, to uh, Greece this summer or other places, uh, we uh, of course encourage staycations in Macedonia, in and around Macedonia. There's, uh, that's the top five, but there's plenty of other beautiful places uh, to visit Macedonia, Sveton, like Kratovo, uh, which I would encourage yeah, you to yes, visit yes, at I'm some point.
1: Planning, I'm planning, I'm working on it.
0: <laughs> good, good uh anyway uh that's our farmer's pick um and um good podcast i like i like it how we can laugh a lot you know despite all of the uh the crushing morosity
1: going on well we've gone through all the five stages of grief and i guess you know, that, that, uh, well, the last one energy. was
0: just being silly yeah. um
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> all right but anyway dark, that's a wrap their
1: humor sustained us through the balkan wars actually
0: that's true absolutely yeah absolutely yeah.
1: So. <laughs> good, well, we'll good podcast next, we'll see what next week brings sounds good take care everybody
0: you too bye you <laughs> too